Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So we just wanted to acknowledge the passing of Burt Reynolds very serendipitously. I happened to pick the movie Deliverance while he was still alive, just I think a week before he passed. But you are now hearing this episode a couple weeks after he has left this plane of existence. And so we just wanted to give a shout out to Burt Reynolds and his arms. Shout out Burt Reynolds and his arms. We love you. We love you. You did a great job in that movie and many others. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hey. (laughs) Hi. It's like you knew we were starting. (laughs) Um, Kim is holding... Okay. Kim has a water bottle... Like sitting next to her, wedged between her legs and the couch, a glass of wine and a can of Lacroix La Croix in her hand. She is triple fisting drinks right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's hot and I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, hi, hello, welcome to Kim and Cat. Stay, Stay alive. alive, maybe. Uh, what's up? I'm Kim. I'm Kim Burns. I'm Ketron Porter. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, full. I'm full too. We just ate some food. That's why I need all the drinks. I know. I ha- it was so good. I had some delicious lentil soup from Veggie Grill, which is zero points on Weight Watchers. Um, what what is the judge face I'm that I'm seeing? Already. All I can, <laughs> all I can see is your eyebrows ah. above your microphone right now that are just judge eyebrows. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just bored. Wondering where we're going. (sighs) Well, we're going to the woods. (laughs) I find it really funny because as we were recording last week's episode and we were like in the woods and shit, I was like, how are Kim and I like syncing up settings? We have each other. The estate lawyer man's hospice nurses. Hospice nurses, estate lawyers. Um, there was like another connection to one of our other ones. I know too. I can't, couldn't think of, but like we're not we're not talking about these. But yeah, that's like so girls just walking weird. into houses. It's so crazy. Um, so 
yeah, it was like hospice nurse. And then also the boy was like someone coming to like live in a strange yeah. house. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, how was your week? Um, my week, it was, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like, mean? Are we, should we talk about? You went on a date? <laughs> are you not allowed to you're... i can i text you about it remember what remember i was texting sync oh do you want me to talk what... about that date i tr- i'm so sorry i don't remember i don't recall i am dumbfounded i'm my so... mouth is my mouth is a gape i know i'm so sorry i almost got stood up Oh, that's no, I do remember this because I was was no, do you know why I don't remember this? Because I fucking blocked it out. I was furious. (laughs) I was so angry because I was just like, first of all, you were so much more patient than I would have been. I was furious. It's not that I wasn't patient or not, not that I was patient. I just was in another part of Los Angeles. I had taken a while to get there. Then I was waiting. Then he kept saying he was coming. Right. Every time I would be like, I'm going to fuck. And then I got a glass of wine. So at one point I was like, well, I'm going to fucking finish my glass of wine. Cause I'm sure. on like a fucking rooftop in LA and it's pretty. And I'm going to at least like have this. Enjoy your life. Yeah. And then every like minute that I'd be like, okay, if he's not here by this time that I'm like leaving, he'd like text to be like, say something else. What the fuck? Um, Did he even like, we don't have to go into the whole thing. I was just curious because I think he obviously like arrived. So I did. didn't get more details. Yeah. But like, what in the actual fuck was his excuse? Um, so he did have a he did have an excuse. And so um already like it had been pushed back a little bit and then I showed up late for even the time that we'd pushed back. So again, I'm a late person, so I actually like do give people leeway for that already. Sure. Um so but there was a point where I was like fucking pissed and that is like not me. Like I'm like yeah. so easygoing. So like yeah. to make me like so fucking pissed that I was like, what the fucking shit until like leave. Yeah. Like I had to be like a real fucking pissed. Um, but he so he lives in Canada. He owns a company in Canada. He owns like a construction company. And was this date number two? This was date number two. Oh, <laughs> my God. OK, so many connections are being made now. Yeah, I, like you know who this person. Yes, or I've talked about this person. So he, but now I'm I'm having a realization. We'll call him Canada, Canada, a Canada. I thought that this was like a new person. No, no, no. So like that was the other thing. It wasn't a first le- date. Yeah. So your level of patience, I was like, Cam, get out of there, a bitch. Uh, no, 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 no. Now right. I have a better understanding. That also makes sense. Um, it was not a first date. Okay. Um, so this is a person I know fairly well at this point. Um, yeah. And has like come to see me from Canada um but like comes here I guess has like work things here too and so basically he owns a construction company and it's like a very specialized type of construction and like as of that day he like now has like a contract for like I guess what is kind of like the of like Canada or something like that Canada (laughs) you know what it's called like he said something about it like he said what it was and how mysterious. He basically refers to everything in Canada in ways of America, so I understand. Stupid Americans, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's just like, Edmonton is like the Texas of Canada. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Um, so, uh, so it was a big deal. And he was stuck in, like, this meeting. And he did leave the meeting at one point to take a phone call from me. Okay. Um, and his brother was so fucking pissed about it because him and his brother own this business together. And um, 
And then he like texted me randomly, but he never clearly told me what was happening. I did not know what he was doing or why he was so late. Exactly. Until he finally got into an Uber and like then took a picture being like, I'm on my way. And then was like apologizing profusely. And then like, he's like, please don't leave. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. Like, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like, he's like, I just like made like the second biggest deal of like my life. Like it was a really big deal for him. So much more chill about it. Actually a big deal. And then like once he showed up, like he also was like apologizing profusely and was like, and then we actually like talked about it, talked about it. Like okay. I was just like, look, like I told him like everything that I had been through since I sat there by myself on this yeah. like kind of trendy rooftop that <laughs> I did uncomfortable, weird things. Like I left my purse at the bar by accident. Like I wasn't even drunk. I hadn't had zero, zero sips of alcohol at that point. And I just like, I just got flustered. I was just flustered. <laughs> well, I I just um, feel so significantly more chill about it. You have to understand, I did not make this connection. So I'm thinking that this is a first fucking oh, date no. Fuck where that. this guy like I was just like you're the balls I think I would have you. been out for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um and he was like so grateful that I didn't leave and he's like I really thought you were going to leave and I was like I basically did like the bill was like assigned like when he was there like I was like or she like brought it like as he was like there and I so I could sign like I was like no I was walking out the door like three times but every single time was like the exact moment that you would text me yeah and even when I was texting you girls I was texting sync to be like he's not even giving me an ETA and as I'm writing that he pops in like with an ETA with an ETA so it was like it kept happening in that way that like it kept just pushing me back and I was like oh fine okay I'll say I'll say and plus I was pretty far from home so where were you Downtown, like downtown, like <sighs> so close to me. Um, so, um, it was Actually, nice too because I, I was like talking to my roommate about it, and she was really cool. She was like, you know what? Like a lot of people are so black, like think the world's so black and white, and everything's like black and white. It's like, oh, someone's like showing up late, so you fucking leave. But she's like, it's gray. Everything's gray. You know what I mean? Like that feels like a I really pointed criticism at me. <laughs> no, I that's feel just like to the world. You were like looking at me really deeply when literally you said that. wasn't even looking at you as I said it. <laughs> you bitch. Um. But yeah, so he showed up, we talked about it, and like he was like, I promise that'll never happen again. And he's like, okay, look, I promise that. Um, because then we, I was like, look, the problem wasn't necessarily that you were so late. It was that like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. Like you didn't like communicate to me like what was happening. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you're absolutely fucking correct. And he's like, I promise that will never happen again. And he's like, the late thing due to work might happen again. I'm sorry, but like the, um, the communication, the lack of communication. will definitely happen. Yeah. That's um, so, that's like, a huge I mean well as you know I just like have so I I would love to delve into this in therapy for my own therapy why like people not being on time is like so upsetting to me yeah that's like definitely specific to you and how you think people are treating you yeah and it's like but I I can't think uh, it's not like I can look back like, you know how you don't like to vacuum and you're like, well, mm-hmm. it's because I had to vacuum all the time and whatever. Yeah. Um, I cannot think of like nobody in my life was like chronically late. Like everyone was like normally. But it's probably time. something similar to like a love language where like whatever that is like speaks to you in a really loud way. Well, yeah. Eric and I talked about that. Like my love language is quality time. So like we did get to the point where I was like, when you are five minutes late, it is somehow saying to me that you spending time with me is not a priority. Yeah. And he was like, 
that's illogical. And I was like, well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, I'm glad, okay. But anyway, yeah. So it was like we talked about it and then like he just kept fucking apologizing. And it was just like eventually like I got to say my piece. He apologized a thousand times and um, we eventually had to squash it. And just be, I was like, look, like, let's just not. Like, let's just, like, have yeah. fun. And, like, otherwise we're just going to be talking about that same yeah. thing all night. And that's not yeah. fun. Um, and well, then it was fun. Good. I'm glad yeah. it turned out well. So, yeah. I think I'll see him again when he comes back from Canada. That's fun. And then maybe go up there. Sometime. I got to dog sit uh, really adorable dogs this weekend mm. uh, at a house with a pool. Also in Canada, right? Uh, yeah, basically in Canada. <laughs> um and it really solidified. You getting uh, a dog? No, I oh. can't. I can't do the dogs with the cats. I I can't. I can't do it because it's like if I get a dog, I want it to be a dog that I can bring with me places. But then I would feel guilty leaving Hatter and Tallulah at home, and like the dog is somehow getting special treatment because of its breed, like because of the species that it is. Like, oh, because you're a. Why can't you leave them all at home? Because I like the idea of, like, having a little animal that is, like, my companion that I can bring places. Like, if I could bring ca- my cats everywhere, I would bring them everywhere. I like the idea of, like, not having to leave my kids at home. That's... I'm not tracking you, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense. I'm like, so just leave them all at home if you're worried about them being jealous. It's... Just forget it. Just forget it. Um, no, the point or was... Or just bring the dog with I you. I don't know. It's not just... that I want dogs. It's that I aspire to be uh someone who doesn't need to work and who has their own pool (laughs) that sounds great that is my aspiration I want to work doing like the things I want to do I want to work as an actor but that like won't feel like work to me like I don't have any part of me that has a sense of pride from like bringing home a paycheck I don't yeah I just want to be a kept woman (laughs) Get on um, it, Eric. I I just really like uh, getting to be the governess of my own time. That sounds lovely. Yeah. So that's what I learned this week. Good uh, for you. Thank you. Uh, I watched a movie. What was it? <gasps> so, I'm so excited. Here's what's very interesting. I feel like I'm going to break this wine glass with my hand. Know, I'm so excited. God, can you calm down? <laughs> Uh, 47% of people surveyed on a site that I don't know. <laughs> Eric just told me this. Uh-huh. He could be making it up. Uh-huh. Uh, do not believe this is a horror film. Do not believe that this is a horror film. 53% of people surveyed on this same site do believe it's a horror film. Okay. So, I mean, the majority wins, yeah. I but would it, say. I mean, that's pretty split down the... Like, that's pretty close. Yeah. So... I have my opinions about whether or not it's a horror film. I am curious as to whether or not I'm, you will believe it is a horror I, film. Um, so it, it, I, I feel like I almost know what this is going to be because when I saw this – so we do have it like – our movies aren't coming out of like nowhere. We do have like a long list that each of us is like maybe going to watch because we have to make sure the other person hasn't, hasn't seen, seen it. it. Yeah. Um, there's at least one on there that I was like, is that a horror movie? Mm. What is it? Manchurian Candidate. No. Oh. But that's – i I'm interested in like – so here's the thing. And I don't want to give anything away. I still don't know if I'm going to watch that one or like which one I'm going to watch. Yeah. But I am interested in like the idea of 
like what we consider to be a horror movie. Okay. Um, because for instance, like slasher films don't necessarily like scare me. Yeah. I may or may not enjoy them. If it's done well, I might enjoy it. If it's yeah. not, I won't. Yeah. But like in terms of like what frightens me, um, that isn't one. Yeah. Whereas like other people are like very scared by that. Yeah. I would say the things that frighten me are more like psychological um, or thrillers or that kind of stuff. Like yeah. really scares me. Possession. I think, yeah. I think mine is like demons. Demons. Like that <clears throat> kind of shit. Yeah. Not necessarily like gore. Like I could be terrified by a movie where there's not a drop of blood. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, for sure. Um, So that sort of got me thinking about like the different types of horror movies that are out there. Mm-hmm. And then there are other movies that like people have seen where it's like, oh my God, that's my worst nightmare. But it's like not a horror movie, but it just happens to oh. be someone's nightmare. Right. Okay. Um, So that's why that was sort of where, where my head was when I was making that list. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. Cause I don't want to like get into some of the other choices yeah. that I have on there. Yeah. But no, the one that I watched is deliverance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so you haven't seen it, obviously. Oh, can you give me a Not pen? that I recall. <laughs> Do, can you pass me a pen down there? But once again, I don't have a memory, so <laughs> I could have. I am positive that you haven't seen it, and I'll tell you why. Because you would have remembered 1970s Burt Reynolds arms. Ooh, For sure. Hey. You would have remembered that-ish. Okay. Um, because, like... You know how, like, people are like, oh, Burt Reynolds, he was a heartthrob. But, like, yeah. can you even, like, picture that, really? Yeah, no. I mean, there's, like, that picture of him on, like, a like a leopard rug or something. Right, which is, like, goofy. <laughs> or is that Tom Selleck? No, that's Burt Reynolds, right? I, I mix up Tom Burt Selleck Reynolds. and Burt Reynolds. Anyway, uh, this movie, I was like, oh, I get it. Uh, I get it. Uh, now I yeah. want to watch. Um, so, like, straight up, yeah, just to give you an idea, it. he's wearing, like, a tight leather vest in the woods okay. with no shirt under it, so okay. just sleeveless. And I was, like, pulling it off. Okay. No other human being on the planet could wear this yeah. and, like, look good. And I was, like, I'm into it. Nice. It was nice. nice. Um, Most important plot point. Okay, so Wait, Dead or Alive. You, you've already got me. <laughs> Um, dead or alive. Yes. Um, we have Lewis, who's played by Burt Reynolds. I can already tell you right now, I'm going to refer to him as Burt because I just feel it's a lot of just like same age dudes. There's like no women in this movie. So uh, I feel like if okay. I'm saying like Lewis, Ed, Bobby, you're not going to know the fuck I'm talking about. Right. So, uh, Burt Reynolds, Lewis, dead or alive. Alive. Uh, this pen doesn't work. You get me another one. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Go through that. I don't know. I don't. I feel like a lot of them don't work well. <laughs> There's a lot of God highlighters. God forbid we throw there. them away. Fuck. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, let's see. Okay, Lewis, dead or alive? Um, no, that. Oh no, that one works. Okay. Uh, next one is John Boyd, who plays um, Ed, dead or alive? Um, I'm gonna say dead. Okay. Uh, next one is character named Bobby. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby. Alive. Okay. Uh, next one, character named Drew. Dead. Okay. 
uh, now those four, mm-hmm. so like Bert, John, Bobby, and Drew, mm-hmm. uh, they're like four dudes who are having like a guy's weekend. Cool. Okay. Cool. Now we have Mountain Man. That's all I'm going to tell you. Dead or alive. Mm, Mountain Man is dead. Okay. Toothless fuck. Dead or alive. Toothless <laughs> fuck's alive. Okay. All right. So um, diving right in. Yes. What year is this? It's the 70s. The 70s. It's the 70s. Do we know where we are? I will tell you. Great. In one I'm, moment. All right. I'm in. So we are in... Uh, I don't know specifically, but I'm going to say like sort of like an Appalachia type place where there is a very, very small town uh, that is uh, solely based upon the fact that it's near a river. Like that's how small the town is. Okay. And everyone may or may not be directly related to each other. Okay. Um, And this is not me making an assumption about small towns. This is like referenced. That, okay. like, it is so small and the inbreeding is rampant. Whoa, okay. Okay. So, we have four dudes from the city. Oh, it's in Georgia because they're from the city and the city is Atlanta. Okay. I just remembered that. Atlanta. Um, so, four city dudes are like, we are going to canoe this river before it goes away. The issue is that the state of Georgia, I guess, um, is going to dam up this river to make a lake. Okay. Once this river is dammed up and there is no river anymore, uh, the town will basically be flooded and no longer exist. So they're basically like sacrificing this teeny little town, um, to make a man-made lake. Like Um, the town becomes the lake. Pretty much is weird. Yeah. Um, so these four dudes from the city are like, well, we got to go canoe that lake, that river before it's not there anymore. Okay. So they drive to teeny tiny town and they're immediately like arrogant city folk fucks. Of course. Like pretty much like every time that. Someone from like the Midwest calls us like liberal elites, like they're referring to like these guys. Like mm-hmm. they just kind of immediately think that they're better than the locals. Right. Now, devil's advocate, the locals are a little terrifying. Okay. They're truly, truly sans teeth most of the time. Wow. Uh, their actual facial features, uh, signify serious inbreeding um and they uh don't appear to have much interaction with other humans other than the ones in this tiny tiny familial town right so none of these are like my judgments being passed these are all things that are discussed discussed in the film yes um so these four dudes get there and they get to like sort of like what I thought was a gas station, but it's probably closer to like this tiny, tiny convenience store. But when I say convenience store, I mean like it's about the size of a room. Okay. okay. And they get there and they're just sort of like loud brazen with their big trucks. And they're like, hello. Basically what they need 
is what <laughs> hello my baby hello <laughs> Sorry. um Go on. so we're also like in the 1970s kim mm-hmm. and it's like four dudes on a guy's weekend so like mm-hmm. i already had like very prickly feelings yeah, about, about what might happen yeah um and burt reynolds character is like immediately an arrogant fuck mm-hmm. um that being said he earns it because his arms are out of this world i gotta see a picture of dude it's insane Burt reynolds arms um, deliverance. it's fucking insane um uh, because they're not they're not like john cena beefy yeah no that's look, not attractive they're like they're just cut ju- they're fucking yeah, cut and arms. tan and they just always are like magically mm-hmm. glistening. <laughs> it's just like I was just like I, I get good this cut glistening. Yeah, arm. it was great. <laughs> um, and John Voight. <laughs> it was interesting seeing John Voight because I find John Voight to be like very strange looking. Like I, I only know John Voight. Can't picture him as a younger human. <laughs> I, I think that's part of it. So like he's still a strange. Don't know what he looks like. Man. He's he's got a very sort of like effeminate slash alien face, <laughs> and he continues to have that as a younger man. But he, I can see like, oh, I see why you're like the leading man. Like okay. I see why you're like leading man material. Okay. Um, then we have Bobby, who's played by someone that you would recognize, but I can't think of how. Mm. And then we have drew who's played by ronnie cox who you would also recognize but i can't remember how um don't know yeah um okay so they're at this convenience store what they need is they have these two cars right they want to canoe down the river Mm -hmm. but you can't canoe back up the river right so they're like they want to hire some locals to drive their cars down to where they're going to stop okay. so that they have cars to pick up at okay. the end. But like they're asking these people to like do a favor for strangers. Yeah. And Bert is just like a fucking cock about it. Yeah. Like he was the worst. Um, you know, saying like, I'll pay 30 bucks. And the guy's like, 50. And he's like, 50 my ass. And I'm like, you just met these people and you need them to do you a favor. And like John Voigt is also like, dude, like chill. Stop being a dick. So he's already we're already setting up sort of like the stereotypical horror movie trope where it's like your asshole ways are going to get you fucked up. Yeah. Kind of thing. <clears throat> um, then we have a super interesting, compelling scene, which like even if you don't watch the movie, I kind of want you to like YouTube Ew, it. Okay. Because you know the term dueling banjos? Yeah. It's from this. Yeah. There's things that I've slightly know of of deliverance and have maybe seen like there's things that i've there's like a scene that i think i've seen or and or heard about yes so dueling banjos is there something better that happens that i don't ever we'll see okay um so dueling banjos super fucking compelling scene it's um it's like uh, exactly yeah so it's this guy drew who's like a real sweetie he's like the sweetie of the group um and he starts like playing his guitar and this um, kid who doesn't speak and I'm sorry, like, I don't know how else to describe it. Like he looks very inbred, like on the verge of looking deformed because he mm. just his face looks not right. Um, and he's holding a banjo and the guy starts playing really simple little riff and the kid like responds 
And it's sort of like, oh, cute. Like, I almost felt like Ronnie was, uh, I'm sorry, Drew was, like, looking at him in a way that was like, look at this little animal responding to me. Uh Like, not really, like, kind of in a patronizing way. Yeah. Right? And so they're, like, dueling. He's playing his guitar, and this kid is playing the banjo. Well, they keep going, and that motherfucking kid, like, schools him. Yes. Okay? So it's like, like, you've heard it. Yeah, And, like, his fingers are, like, swinging. Like, it's crazy. It was really impressive. And I was watching with Eric. So, like, what Eric does is he, like, is looking up fun facts about the movie as we're watching it. Like, that's how he rolls. And, like, occasionally I have to be like, um, but this fun fact, I was like, is that kid playing? Because, like, the way that yeah, they shot it, I was like, this kid looks like he's playing. He's not. Oh, boo. I know. I was kind of bummed. Um, So then, like, Drew was like, look at this kid. Isn't this impressive? And then he starts to, like, try to talk to the kid. The kid doesn't respond. Yeah. He's just, like, looking at his banjo. Like, not responding. <clears throat> and I was like, this is creepy. Um, So then um, they get some dudes to drive their cars down to the end of the river but they have to drive to like the entrance to the river in their cars um rather than walk to where they can get into their canoes and um Bert is being an asshole he won't let the locals like lead the way like he's like I know the way and it's like no you fucking don't dude yeah. like you live in Atlanta these dudes live in the woods like at least be like a gracious dude who like at least follows behind yeah um but he's like speeding through and John Voigt is like terrified of how fast he's driving. And of course he like makes a wrong turn, hits a dead end, has to like back all the way up. And the locals are like, want to follow us now? Fucking and he's like, ah, nah. um, that was actually last week when we were talking about like how your behavior as a child would have terrified me. Uh-huh. I, not that you would like necessarily be like someone who like drives crazy, but I had sort of a weird, like, um, PTSD feeling when John Voight was in the car with Burt Reynolds and he was in the passenger seat and Burt's like driving super erratically and like really recklessly and there's like nothing you can really do yeah, about yeah, it in yeah. the passenger seat of the car and I don't remember what the actual event was but like I had like flashbacks to like being in the seat the passenger seat of a car when I was like too young to drive and like someone was driving in a way where I was like, I think I'm going to die. But I like couldn't say anything because I was like, that's not cool to say something. But I like genuinely thought I was going to die. So I was like, what happened? I must've blocked it out mostly. (laughs) Um, So uh, they finally get to the entrance to the river and uh, (laughs) I have a note. Again, let's talk about Burt Reynolds' arms, leather vest, made at work. Oh, my God. Uh, I want I a picture. I, it's a lot. Um, so they finally get to the river, and, like, there are actual locals standing there, right? But they don't ask the locals, like, which way do we go? They're just like, is it this way or is it that way? And the locals are just like... It's in the direction that the water is flowing. Like, you you're fucking idiots. Ticks. And they're just, like, too arrogant to even, like, ask. Yeah. So I was like, this is some foreshadowing. Um. Okay. So, da-da. So the four, da-da-ha. Okay. So they start paddling, and it's, like, a really peaceful, like, little canoe ride. So it's Bert and Bobby in one canoe, and then okay. John Voight and <clears throat> Drew, the, ban- okay. the banjo guy in the other canoe. Right really peaceful like the water is serene and they're just kind of looking around 
And then they um, canoe under this really rickety fucking rope bridge that's like barely a bridge. And Drew sees the banjo boy Mm -hmm. standing up there just swinging his banjo, staring at them. Creepy. Just swinging. And Drew tries to like get his attention to be like, hey, it's, it's me. And he like mimes like playing the guitar. No reaction. Just keeps swinging his banjo. Swinging his banjo. And then they go under the bridge and they do this really cool thing with the shot um, where they made it so that like it felt like the kid just all of a sudden was staring at them on the other side of the bridge, but it didn't feel like he had enough time to move Uh. to be looking at them from a different angle. It was really well shot. It was cool. Um, So I was like, this is terrifying. And they're all just like, ah, what a weird kid. And I'm like, no, that's terrifying. Like, (laughs) but they're just, you know, whatever. Um, So they're uh, paddling down the river, paddling down the river. They come upon some rapids. Uh, The rapids, Kim, are terrifying. Okay. They are not for men to play on. They are... (laughs) Death rapids, for sure. Mm-hmm. But these arrogant fucking city folk are of like, course. let's go play in the rapids. Of course. And of course, they make it. So like, no lesson learned. Um, have you ever been rapid? Rapid? Have I been rapid? On rapids? <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? White water rafting. White water rafting. Yes, but the, so Yes. <laughs> But also these guys were in canoes. Um, but yes, I have. And it was so, so cold. It was so, so cold. Have you? Yeah. It was so cold. And the rapids were so lame. Like at one point the river was so slow that we had to get out into the water <laughs> and push the boat. So That sucks. I guess the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... You have to get into the water to push the boat. It was that that's so rapid. lame. It was on a it was on a um, middle school class I think trip. That, that water is not rapid anymore. No, it was not. And I was like with my eighth grade class. I went with band in high school. I'm sorry. With band. With band. Band. That's. Did you get? Rapids? I've been on multiple trips with band, and they were always really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to Disney World for free. What the fuck? Yeah, and then I went with band. This was Marilyn band. I like that you call it, I I went with band, <laughs> not with my band or the school band or... Well, because it's just band. I went with band. <laughs> <laughs> Drama or theater. Kim played flute. The flute. I did. Um, That sounds fun. We had to... Oh, take- actually... Sorry, I just re-interrupted your story. I just remembered part of it because I was like, I remember something being really fun and like funny at like my, I think like a, uh, we went to like get food or something and like a, maybe a waiter like hit on me or something or best boy, like someone like asked for my number or something like that. Like when we were, were on some school? trip. This was high school. High, well, okay. um, high school band. But like um, then like when I graduated, my band teacher mr full was like a funny cool dude um and so he, he like everyone he like gives everyone like a little thing like a little like diploma or whatever to like just be done with like band or whatever okay. or like maybe it was like oh it was like senior ceremony okay it's like senior ceremony like different teachers can di- give different things so i got like a drama award for something and then he gave me um brag oh he gave me a little black book <laughs> oh uh, my god slightly in a no, it's funny. funny. 
Um, it was super funny. It was totally joking. Everyone got it. Like he was just like, this is to, to keep all the numbers that oh everyone's my, giving you. That's or really like someone cute. like wrote down a number on a napkin or for me or something, yeah. something like that. Oh, um, that's He's cute. like, this is to keep all the numbers on the napkins you keep getting. I um, uh, did not get a single solitary digit. Not even a seventh of a phone number did I receive in high school uh, at all. I I literally, like, I could have put my number on, like, one of those posters where you, like, tear a little piece off at the bottom, and they would have been pristine and fully intact. <laughs> um, it's, it, what was that like to, like, have boys look at you uh, as a female <laughs> in high school? Um, not always great, to be honest. Really? I just can't even imagine what that must have been like. Sometimes like, it's just... a little too much and a little not great. Interesting. Yeah, I just, all I wanted was like a single male to even just look at me as if he assumed I had a vagina. I think I would like, would have liked them to look at me like they wanted to maybe date me because it's not like I, like Steph, Steph. I was about – I could probably say her name, but I always referred to her, like, full name, first name, last name. <laughs> so I was like, Steph from Philly um, was always, like, the girl that everyone wanted to date, and she was my best friend. So, right. like, um, everyone wanted to date her, so I was just kind of, like, the friend of her. Mm-hmm. So it was like I kind of got the friends of guys that were dating her. And then, like, other times it's just guys just seeing me because I, like, you know, got boobs. Was attractive. Yeah. Do you know that bank card that you guys make fun of me for? Yes. That's what I looked like in high school. That's just so, so yucky. Um, why am I talking about, what uh, were you talking about? White water rafting? I don't know how we got here. Oh, my lame high school trips that I had to take. Oh. One was white water rafting. One was camping. It was really cold. And then thankfully, I got fucking pneumonia for the one in ninth grade and didn't have to go. Thank God. <laughs> we lived opposite lives. We really lived opposite lives. Um, okay. So back to the movie. Bert's a cocky, arrogant king of mountain Right. Rapids. They're whitewater rafting with um, canoes. Hashed, this is another note. Hashtag Burt Reynolds arms. That's what I wrote yet again. I can't wait to oh, Google this tonight. So okay. So literally at the end, they have this air. I think they actually say, we beat the river. No, you didn't. Like you absolutely, like the arrogance that they're exhibiting towards the local people of the mountains and nature in general Mm -hmm. does not bode well for their end result. Mm -hmm. Um, So at this point, I'm kind of like, you guys suck. I mean, like whatever happens, like you brought, I mean, you did this to Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, so then they're just kind of like chilling on the river and Burt Reynolds pulls out a bow and arrow. What? Come on. Like, I'm just like, dude, what? like you're, tr- you're so try hard, but cock that bow back. Cause you're on. Ah, but, but let me watch you shoot that bow <laughs> yeah. and arrow. Please. It was pretty uh. legit. Um, so he cocks it back and he basically is like he he fancies himself sort of like the bear gorillas of the 70s uh-huh. where he's i think at one point says machines are gonna fail and then it's whoever has the ability to survive cocks mm, the bow back shoots a fish with a bow and arrow 
Whoa. So it's like he can like back it up. I I would say that that's impressive. Yeah. Like he's not like fucking, you know, Gilderoy Lockhart from Harry Potter, but like he's still an arrogant prick. I'd say that's impressive. Did did you get that Harry Potter reference? I did. Oh, oh, cool. Um, Okay. So he shoots a fish with a bow and arrow. Um, they then decide to set up camp, you know, along the bank of the river for the night. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Voight is, like, pretty drunk, like, pretty slurry, but, like, other people aren't. So I was wondering if that was going to, like, come back in some mm-hmm. way. But it, yeah. did, it didn't seem to come back. But he just seemed, like, very intoxicated, whereas um, the other boys weren't. Um, then we find out that Bert doesn't drink. Oh, and I immediately was like, well, you're completely untrustworthy. Like, in every... <laughs> what? Kim, the, like, honestly, th- this is like a true thing. If someone doesn't drink, they have to explain to me why. If they don't have a reason for not drinking, I'm immediately mistrustful. Because I'm like, if you have, like, a drinking problem, then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. You don't drink. You have a drinking problem. I get it. Or if you, like, are allergic to alcohol... Or you Uh had, like, a traumatic experience or something like that. Like, I'm like, all of those things make sense. If you're just like, nope, I don't drink. I'm like, there's something going on. There's (laughs) something else going on that you're not telling me. Like, there's something creepy about you. There's something about, like, it it freaks me out. There are so many, like, serial killers that don't drink. Mm. Our current president has never had a drink. Fucking psycho. Right? I'm serious. It's like... I'm not saying that no that anybody who doesn't drink is is a, is a serial killer. It's not what I'm saying. Sounds like that's what you're saying. I it does sound like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, what I'm saying is I need you need to explain yourself. Remember when we found out that Eric didn't drink? Yeah, like when we first started. I was dating? just going to bring that up. I was like, didn't Eric not drink? Yeah, and we were immediately mistrustful. Like I was like, what's wrong with this dude? Which I've told him. It creeps me out. Well, yeah, because we thought he had a drinking problem. That was going to be a whole thing. Exactly. Was like, I'm like, you, I need to know why you don't drink. I need there to be a reason. If you say to me, like, I don't know, I just don't want to. I'm like, no, there's something there. Hmm. I think I'm making myself sound like an alcoholic. Slightly, but I also <laughs> hear you. It's making me be like, why doesn't Donald Trump drink? He claims that it is because his brother is a fuck-up piece-of-shit alcoholic. Okay. Is um, he? I don't know anything about his brother. I didn't know he had a brother. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he claims. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. is is he a yeah. fucking piece-of-shit alcoholic? Know that I don't fucking the know. The only thing I do know is that Donald Trump is a liar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't... This whole thing is weird to yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. You really won me over with that one fact. I was like, true. I know. I know. True. So okay. it weirds me out. I'm like, why do you not drink? Um, so where are we? Back to setup camp. Uh, okay. One of the characters, Bobby. Bobby. Says, I need to kind of look this up because I'm pretty sure that this is what he said. And I actually made Eric rewind it. And I'm and I heard it a second time, but I just can't believe that it was written. Oh, no. So. If I am incorrect, please write us and tell us what the actual line is. But I'm pretty sure he said, uh, I'm I'm going to go to bed on this air mattress. It's an instant broad. And I'm going to go be mean to my mattress. What? 
I'm, I rewound it. He referred to an air mattress being an instant woman. I'm going to go be mean And to that it? he was going to go be mean to his mattress. So there are several problematic elements to that statement. Bobby. And I was like, I this. I higher hopes for you, Bobby. And went, and so put a pin in that, in that okay. statement. Okay. 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 Um, but seriously, like if somebody is listening to this and that's not what he said, like, please tell me, but I rewound <laughs> it and I'm pretty sure that that's what he said. Um, okay. So everyone goes to bed. John Voigt wakes up before everybody else. And I think he has a little bit of like jealousy for Burt Reynolds that he's like so functional yeah. in nature. Mm-hmm. So he gets up, he gets the bow and arrow and oh. he like goes into the woods he and he's like looking what he's like practicing on his own yeah he wants to practice on his own oh but i obviously didn't watch this part because he sees a deer and he cocks the bow and i was like tapping out eric tell me what happens um so he was like you can look this the camera's not like really on the deer like we only see the deer a second and then like the camera's mainly on john voight and the reason that the camera's on john voight is because like he's trying to aim but he's shaking like an actual leaf like like shaking in a way that like almost looks over exaggerated. Yeah. And he like tries to let loose the arrow and like obviously it misses and the deer runs yeah. away. Like um, Lorgan when he was father like snow. Like Lorgan <laughs> when he was so cold from the snow. Like that's basically what happened. So he literally loses the arrow misses and then falls down on the ground (laughs) i gotta see a picture of old like young john boy and burt reynolds hottie mcarms so he was just like oh city folk like it just was real yeah so he goes back to the camp and he's just like um so morning time they head back out onto the river okay uh john voight and bobby the one who apparently beats up mattresses. Fucked his mattress. Uh, they're in a canoe together. And we have a lot of, like, shots of them just, like, peacefully paddling down the river and, you know, looking around. Um, but the other canoe is nowhere to be found. Okay. Like, the camp- like, we're not seeing Bert Reynolds and Drew, Drew. anywhere. Yeah, right. Which I was like, this is a little weird. weird. Um, John and Bobby pull off to have a rest. Um, and they kind of like, it's basically like river. And then the bank is just immediately woods. Like there's no yeah. like beach part. It's yeah, just yeah. like river woods. That's what I was picturing already. Yeah. So they kind of like have to walk kind of up into the woods when they go to rest. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden they hear someone walking through the woods Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like trying to see who it is all of a sudden two locals armed with shotguns Mm -hmm. come out of the woods Mm -hmm. uh one of them is mountain man and one of them is toothless Toothless fuck fuck. (laughs) and they are pissed and taunting them and like armed obviously do not want them there um at one point uh you know, John and Bobby are like, we're just, we're just trying to get to Aintree. And the two, Toothless Fuck and Mountain Man, like, kind of give each other a knowing look. And they're like, this river don't go to Aintree. 
which is like ridiculous because it's a river. It only goes to mm-hmm. it. It either goes there or it doesn't. And they're like, no, it does. Um, but they like clearly don't want them around. Um, so what do you, here's your first question. What do you do and what do they do oh about God. these armed, toothless mountain fucks? Fuck. So they're armed. You're in the woods. You have a canoe. Yeah. Um, they clearly don't want you there. What do you do? What do I they mean, do? I mean, I feel like I'm like, okay, man, like, we'll we'll just get out of your way and, like, get back in our canoe to, like, get, get out of here pretty much. Okay. And what do they do? Um, they start a fight with them. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you Or they get, point. like, antagonistic kind of. Okay. I'm going to give you a point for, like, trying to defuse the situation. They actually – they don't get antagonistic and they don't get in a fight with them, but they do something else that is equally as antagonistic in that they start speaking to them in sort of very high language. Okay. You would, in the sense that, like – so they're kind of, you know, we don't need y'all around these parts, like – and I, that's not me being, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. that's how it is. And we have John and Bobby who are like, gentlemen, gentlemen, let's be reasonable. Oh. And it was just like very jarring the way that they were. It felt very patronizing. And I was like, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Um. So I think what you were trying to do would have been more disarming than like they were definitely like speaking to them in a way that like was very obvious that they thought they were better yeah like talking down to them these motherfuckers have guns and they certainly know the woods better than you do yeah um so they are now uh being held at gunpoint and they're like we're not letting you back to your canoes oh so they walk them a little bit further up not too far you can still see the river and they pull out a fucking strap and they strap John to a tree by the neck. Oh, my God. And Toothless Fuck is holding him at gunpoint. Um, there's not mm-hmm. a ton that John can do because, again, mm-hmm. they're being held at gunpoint with two shotguns. As he's being held there, Bobby is told to take his pants off. <gasps> uh, he takes his pants off and he's like, no, take it all off. Oh and they God. start laughing at him and saying, don't he look just like a little piggy? Ah, what? And Toothless Fuck is just laughing, holding a gun to John. Oh, God. Mountain Man goes down to Bobby and is just taunting him and just referring to him as like a little pig. Oh, my and God. And he's like, squeal like a pig. Oh, Trying God. to get him to squeal like a pig. So like, Bobby's obviously like, naked humiliated kind of being like pushed down onto the ground and he's he's a very like uh sort of mealy bodied dude like he's uh-huh. not like fat but he's he's doughy for okay. sure okay he could not take these dudes yeah um he's a very soft city boy like yeah. at one point he was like i don't want to ride in the canoe with bert anymore because he yells at me too much okay um so he's now adjust his tidy whities He's being held at gunpoint and told to squeal like a pig by Mountain Man. Toothless fuck is laughing. John is strapped to a tree. He then, Mountain Man takes his fingers and like makes a pig nose uh-huh. with Bobby's nose. And he says, I'm going to ride you like a pig. And he literally like g- sits on him uh-huh. like he's riding a pig in a saddle. Oh, right? Uh-huh. 
and just keep saying like squeal like a pig squeal like a pig louder louder (laughs) then he pulls his tidy whities down and fucking rapes him in the woods making him squeal like a pig the whole time john is watching toothless fuck is laughing and it was one of the most upsetting scenes i've ever seen it was like and so again i have eric like my personal wikipedia watching the scene as it's happening after it's over and i'm just like like, it was hard to watch, Shut for sure. Now, it wasn't graphic. Like, I feel like if this had been made, like, nowadays, mm-hmm. it would be very, very, like, mm-hmm. very graphic imagery. This yeah. was a lot of, like, um, what's the word? Suggestion of what was happening. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, like. Which sometimes is worse. Because yes. you, you can make up worse things in your exactly. brain. Um, and, like, at one point, I even has to, had to ask Eric. I was like, he's being raped right and eric was like yes that's what we're watching oh (laughs) my god um, eric said that that actor actually said he was like i will shoot this scene one time wow there will not be a second take of this which i was like damn um the bobby or the other guy bobby i mean either one i feel like would either one um so yeah so uh oh i missed a question well i was gonna ask you what happens to bobby but we'll get rid of that one how would i ever guess that i well well actually it was leading that way that's probably would have been my guess yeah yeah um but here's what really upset well obviously that really upset me but what upset me to an nth degree was like he's literally making this human act like a pig, which suggests that this dude gets it up to fuck pigs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty upset about that. Yeah, Those poor a pigs. A lot of upsetting things. Yeah, there. it's all That's kinds a lot of, of layers. Um, Definitely so, heard this movie's fucked up. Yeah. So as this is happening, John. Still, um, right. still strapped to the tree. Right. He sees Bert and Drew. All about fucking time. Where right. the fuck have they been? Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck were you, dude? It's like the river only goes one way. You can't make a wrong goddamn turn. Um, so he sees them paddling. Mm-hmm. He like, you can tell he's like trying not to react um, to it. Um, but he also can't see through the trees if Bobby and Drew, I'm, I'm sorry, if Bert and Drew see, see him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so then uh, Mountain Man is done with Piggy. Mm-hmm. Toothless fuck is all riled oh, up. Oh, God. They uh, unstrap him from the tree and uh, they start commenting on what a pretty, pretty mouth John Boyd oh, has. Oh, God. Oh, as uh, they're commenting like on this, this and as Mountain Man is unzipping his pants. Oh, God. What happens? A bow and arrow. Sh- a bow, a bow sh- gets shot at them. Yes, girl. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't even a question, but I'm going to give you an extra point. <laughs> um, so here's what was this was like really upsetting because the way that this Mountain Man had a death scene was probably one of the creepiest death scenes I've ever seen. 
and there were no like special effects or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. he gets shot in the back. He falls forward. Toothless fuck runs away. Okay. Okay. Um, John is no longer strapped to the tree because they were about to mouth rape him. Um, falls to the ground and they're like, fuck, he's dead. He then gets up and starts like pointing or reaching towards something where I'm like, what is happening? Like, I'm thinking like, or is like an army of locals yeah, going to yeah. like come down from the woods? Um, they don't. He just falls forward again, but he falls forward. So there's like a tree branch that's like, d- like, falling towards the ground Uh like part uh of it's on the ground and it's like a v shape okay right right. he falls forward with his face into the v Uh so like it i mean i i don't know how else to describe it other than like it looks like he's like cunnilingusing the tree basically yeah Yeah. and like the way that he fell like it's literally like very graphically like he's being held up by the mouth on this tree and his eyes are open and like looking up oh it was like a very upsetting like and he just stays there like the camera is like (sighs) on him while they're having a conversation like this whole fucking time and i was just like this dude needs an Oscar for this, like, death scene right now. Like, it's just so <laughs> fucking terrifying. Oh, God. Um, so, uh, okay, where are we? All right. So now, um, Toothless Fuck runs off. The other mountain man gets back up, falls back down dead. Most terrifying way. Cunnilingus saying the tree. Got it. Um, why did I write this? I wrote, they'd surely kill us. I thought they'd surely kill us. Dated. Oh, John Voight just says, I thought they'd surely kill us. And it just felt very dated mm-hmm, to me. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever said surely in your life? I surely haven't. <laughs> Good one. Um, okay. Tooth as fuck is run off. Right. All four of them are there. Uh, they have a body. What does Kim do? And what do they do? Um, I mean, I... Um, leave and leave the body there yes 100 percent. okay and what do they do our arrogant fucks they try to do something with it what do they do do they take it with them (laughs) (laughs) no no but here's what's funny you're not like you're not like the most off okay (laughs) so uh you get zero points for you um and you'll find out why in a second. You also get zero points for them. So they're freaking out. They're having like an argument amongst the four of them because Drew is like, we need to go into town. We need to report this. We need to tell them what happened. It was a uh, justifiable homicide. Yeah. This is fucked. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Bert is like, absolutely not. Um, we go into town and report this, where do you think the trial is going to happen? The trial is going to happen in town, and I promise you that this motherfucker's aunt, uncle, brother, sister, cousin, dad, grandfather, that's going to be our jury. Yeah. There is no such thing as justifiable homicide in this town. Yeah. Um, so we cannot report this. Bobby is uh, pretty numb, not acting as post-raped right. as I would have thought 
he would be if he was dealing with the trauma that just happened to him. And he's basically on the side of Bert in that he's like, yeah, I don't want anyone to know about this. Like his whole thing is oh, like, I don't want anyone to, me to like know the, that I was raped. I think that is the normal reaction. I was very, there was no, it, I wasn't saying like it was the wrong reaction. Uh-huh. I was struck by like how disjointed it felt that like he seemed so numb yeah. from having just been like I'm brutally raped. still numb from you just describing it to me <laughs> currently. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say it was creepy I'm on board. Feeling. It felt very authentic and upsetting and scary how non-reactive he was. Yeah. And his only concern was that he didn't want it to get out. Yeah. So now we are... 100% normal. So now John is the deciding vote. Okay. Because Drew is like, we're reporting it. Bert is like, we're not. And Bobby's like, I don't want anyone to know about this. John, yeah. what do you think? Uh, Bert ends up persuading John. Okay. And he's like, you have a wife, you have kids, like, your life will be ruined. Yeah. John ends up coming down on the side of Bert. So Drew is the only one who is really fucking tore up about this. Yeah. Like, he does not feel comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Um, They do something that I thought uh, was really smart. So they are going to bury the body. Where do you bury the body? Um, under the tree thing. Okay. What do they do? That they bury it? Mm-hmm. Um, inside the river? Okay. Like under the river water? Pipe? They should have. But they didn't. So they did something that I initially thought was like really fucking smart. They moved the body. Because what I realized as they were, I was like, why didn't they just bury it right there? But Toothless Fuck ran away and knew exactly where it would have been. Oh, right, 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 right. So they move the body and they're carrying it in this really creepy way. They're literally carrying the body like as if he's like on a crucifix. Uh-huh. And so his head is dipped back, eyes wide open. Oh, God, It creepy. was like really creepy. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking smart to move the body because Toothless Fuck won't know where they moved yeah. it to. But they don't go far enough because they bury it right next to the river. In the shallowest goddamn grave I've ever fucking seen. Like, to the point where, like, his arm is, like, rigor mortis up like this. Yeah, and they, yeah. like, forget to bury the arm. And they were, like, as an afterthought, they are like, oh, let's put it down. But, like, it was so shallow that I was, like, rigor mortis sets in and he's just going to, like, sit right the fuck up. Yeah. Like, it was very silly. I was, like, they didn't go quite far enough. I felt like I agree with you moving the body so that tooth as fuck doesn't know where it is. But, yeah. like, you have a river right there. Why would you not bury it in the river yeah. where, like, you weigh it down, the fish eat it, no evidence. Like, and it's a lot harder to, like, the bones are going to wash away, like, things that you're not going to know, like, where the body ended up kind of thing. I was like, duh. Um, so zero points for you and zero points for them. Well, my first guess was for them and you just jumped on it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, well, well, then I guess I'll then guess for them. what would you do? Well, I probably would say bury it in the river. Motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a point. Um, okay. So, and Drew's losing it. So Drew right. is helping dig, but he's like frantic, okay. like truly losing his mind. Okay. Um, so then they're like, all right, back in the river. 
So they get back in the river. Uh, John and Drew are in a boat. Bert and Bobby, Piggy, are in a boat. Right. Okay? And Drew won't put on his life jacket. Okay. And he won't speak. Okay. Um, they then come upon more rapids. Okay. They are less cocksure about these rapids mm-hmm. because some life has happened to them. Right. Um, the rapids fuck them the fuck up. Uh, one of the canoes breaks in half. Oh, shit. Uh, Burt Reynolds falls out of it and fucking, like, goes coccyx first ah. down, like, rocks. Like, it looks so painful. Ooh. Um Drew does what I thought was this. I thought he stood up and jumped into the river. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And nobody's like really saying what happened. They just kept saying something happened to Drew. Something's wrong with Drew. Well, the rapids wash everyone away. And they're uh-huh. all like, Drew, Drew. They finally get washed into a gorge. I learned what a gorge is during this movie. Oh. It's like a, like a, do you know what a gorge is? Um, you could probably explain that to me. It's like, <laughs> so it's like a part of the river where it's like uh, bulbous. Oh, okay. It's right, like a right. pool. I yeah. described it as a pool at first, but it would be like, it's still part of the river, but it's. Yeah. It like settles and it goes wider. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're in this gorge cliffs on either side going straight up like Mm -hmm. cliffs of insanity style okay uh bobby washes up uh john washes up bert washes up no drew they're screaming for drew bert is screaming himself because he's got fucking femur poking out of his leg Ah! um so pin in that sidebar wikipedia husband over here Finding more fun facts about that scene. So remember when I said like Bert like goes like coccyx first down the fucking river like over yeah, rocks. Yeah. So apparently that scene when they were filming it, they had a dummy yeah. in the canoe that yeah. Bert was in. They shot it and then Bert was like, I'm going to do my own stunt. Like I'm going to do it. Let's do it with me. I think oh it'll look God. more real. Well, it did look real because he literally broke his coccyx Shut doing up. it. Oh, my God. He comes out, broken coccyx, and says to the director, how did that look? And the director says, it looked like a fucking dummy in a canoe. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Bert. So um, they're losing their mind. Um, Bert is is very, very injured and going into shock. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, what happened to Drew? What happened to Drew? Bert keeps saying, Drew was shot. Drew was shot. Drew was shot. Yes. I'm dubious of this whole thing because, as I said, remember, I thought he, like, jumped out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Also, I didn't hear a shot, see a shot, whatever. So I start thinking, did Bert do something yeah. to Drew uh-huh. to sort of, like, keep their story intact? Right. Right? It just all felt very weird. And John is like, how could he have been shot? And he's like, from up there. And remember, we're in the Cliffs of Insane. Right, right, right. He doesn't see anybody. But John surmises, okay, well, if he can see us from, like, where we were and shoot Drew, then we know where he is. 
meaning like he's above us. The only way we can see everything around us. Yeah. There's no humans here. Okay. So the only place he could be is above us. Right. With an eye shot of where Drew fell into the river. I was like, okay. okay. Maybe. Um, so John decides, they tuck Bert into a little cave. Bobby stays with Bert. And um, John decides to, uh, I'm like skipping all these fucking questions. I didn't mean to. Um, okay, so what do you do? That's what I'll say. What do you do? So, <laughs> yeah. So you're in a gorge. Um, Drew. So we don't have canoes anymore? We have one canoe. Okay. The other canoe is is broken in half. Can three of us fit into a canoe? Uh, yes. I would say take all three of us. I would take all three of us and keep on going. Okay. What do they do? Do, do, do they still have a bow and arrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does John try to take the bow and arrow and Yes. Try to shoot someone? He fucking Little does. Little baby John? It is the most redonkulous, <laughs> arrogant, fucking stupid bullshit plan I've ever fucking seen in my life. Because yes, try to get the fuck out of there. Like, I get like, that someone is above you, going. but like, tr- try something other than what I'm about to tell you he did. <laughs> so he scales the fucking cliffs of insanity. <laughs> what? Wikipedia husband? John Voight actually scaled the cliffs of insanity. Oh, my God. Um, what are you looking for? My hair clip. Oh. It, you put it on the thing. It's on your... Oh, yeah. I did. I was like, I remember clipping it somewhere. Yeah. So I could use it later. <laughs> she clipped it to her microphone. Um, so he scales the fucking cliffs of insanity. It's taking hours. And the reason we know it's taking hours is because the sun is going down. Um, he finally gets to the fucking top. So First he's all, just rock climbing, Just basically? rock climbing straight up. Which I'm like, this is truly idiotic because there is no way that a lot of logical human being from Atlanta would think that they can like gearlessly climb a fucking straight vertical. I don't think rock climbing was a huge hobby back in that time of day. it it (laughs) It was probably one of the most unrealistic parts of the movie just because I was like, it wouldn't even be something that I feel like a normal person would consider an option. Yeah. Like it wouldn't even be like, can I climb that? Like it would, it, they would just be like, there's no way to get up there kind of thing. Weird. Um, Eric had the funniest line <laughs> when he started climbing. He goes, I just, I just don't feel the need to go to any sort of nature that other humans haven't told me I should go to. (laughs) And then as he's climbing, he just goes, is there a trail or a nicely worn path we can take perhaps? (laughs) Because also, even if you're the best climber in the world. Like fucking Jason Momoa climber. But there's like a human up there with a gun how are you climbing up this like mountain with you're, a bow and arrow on your back? You're literally the easiest you're target. The easiest. Yeah. Like it, how it, are you going up to save anyone or fight anyone with a gun? It, it doesn't was, make any sense. Yeah. It was the most arrogant thing I've ever seen. And if we hadn't sort of set these dudes up as sort of like arrogant city folk mm-hmm. that think they can beat nature, I would have found it uh, not believable. Not believable. But like 
I feel like these characters are people that would do something stupid like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, let's see. Cliffs of Insanity. John actually climbs it, starts scaling the wall with a bow and arrow on his back in Mm -hmm. the almost dark. Uh, He gets to the top in the dark and he, like you do, takes a snoozer. Takes a nap. I don't. I Takes a little nappy poo. A little little siesta right okay um super because even if you're like taking a a, like trauma shock nap like you will be shot like you are under the impression that there is like an actual human hunter up here yeah and he just falls asleep wakes up at the at daylight the sun warms his sleeping face and he awakens (laughs) Um, just in time to turn around and see uh, a man with a rifle looking down over the gorge. So we're like, oh, fuck. He was fucking right. There's toothless fuck looking for them to shoot. So he scrambles away, like kind of behind a rock. And he pulls out. How did toothless fuck not see him climbing? I, I... it could like I guess what we're supposed to believe is like he shot them and then he took a siesta. <laughs> I I mean maybe just there was some dueling nap times happening perhaps. Makes no sense. Okay. Um. Go. So he kind of like scrambles, sort of around an angle, um, slightly as best he can do, and pulls out his bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's holding steady, and we're like, oh my god, he's like gonna fucking do it. Right as we think that he's, like, got this, he starts to shake uncontrollably. Mm. As he starts shaking uncontrollably, toothless fuck with a rifle turns to him, aims his gun, (gasps) and right as the gunshot goes off, uh, John sort of, like, stumbles back and loses his arrow, right? Uh Falls backwards almost off the cliff. Like, literally, Uh his half of his body Ah. is off of the cliff and he has fallen onto his other arrows so is silently trying to deal with the fact that he has another arrow in his own side and trying to be quiet because he wants the toothless fuck with the rifle to think that he shot him and that he's dead right right right. okay um because he's kind of like now below toothless fuck right okay he hears to this fuck walking over. To this fuck sees him, points the rifle at him. John is nowhere to go. Like there is nothing to do. His arrows are no longer accessible to him because they are inside of him, uh-huh. and he is laying on his back with half of his body f- suspended in the air. Uh-huh. Nothing to do. He's dead. Right as he's about to pull the trigger, to this fuck falls forward with an arrow in him. What? Turns out, John accidentally hit his mark. We just couldn't see it because okay. it went all the way through him. And now if you if you rewind it at this point, knowing that, you see that as Toothless Fuck is walking towards him, he's lumbering right. and kind okay. of stumbling a little bit. Okay. I actually had to rewind it because I was like, what? It looked like he was like hunting and then when you were winding, you realize, like, he's been shot. Right. Okay. And okay. he passes out 
and kind of accidentally fires his rifle because he's been shot. So John lucks the fuck out, pulls the arrow out of his side, scrambles up to get a look at this guy, make sure he's dead. What does he do at that point? Is he hurt still? He's pretty hurt, but like Um, it's superficial enough that like he kind of can't care. Okay. Well, he gets the rifle. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, he fucking fuck, dude. Um, I guess he <laughs> can he get back down? I mean, uh, well, let's start with what you would do. I get the rifle. <laughs> yeah. Can I get back down? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to get either help for my friends. I I, I want to get... You want help. I want help. And I want, like, where are my friends? It's been overnight. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and uh, I want us to get the fuck out of there somehow. Okay. Uh, eh. what does he do? He gets the rifle. (laughs) (laughs) He climbs down the mountain. Okay. I'll give that to you. So first thing he does is he checks to make sure he got the right guy. He rock climbs down the mountain. (laughs) Yeah. He checks to make sure he got the right guy. How do we know how to identify this dude? Toothless fuck. So he lifts up the guy's lips. This dude has teeth. Oh. And he's like, fuck. Not only did I not get toothless fuck, the dude who knows we killed his friend, but I now have killed another else. body. Oh, Jesus to fucking Christ. Um, now, what was well, interesting. In that- my defense, you called this guy toothless fuck the entire time. So how was I supposed to know? Because he that's what. Fuck? That's what there's in their mind. There's no other no other person that it could have been. Okay, kind of thing. Um, but what's interesting is the way that they shoot it is he touches the guy's teeth, and it looks like the dude has dentures in the sense that like it almost looks like he moves his teeth out of the way. So you're actually like, I'm not sure if this is toothless fuck or not. Okay, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, I have this body here, so he rigs up. Uh, a rope, which he magically has. Oh, right. I guess he has it from climbing up. Um, and he lowers the body into the gorge. And so poor Bobby and Bert just all of a sudden are like under this cave and like see a body like, <laughs> coming down. And they're like, guess you got him? So then he lowers himself down. Halfway down, the fucking rope breaks and he falls into the gorge. Um, So he gets down there and... uh. This is not making sense in my brain. Okay. Yeah. So he gets down there and uh, Bobby's like, you got him. And John's basically like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> like no. he doesn't. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know. So this time he buries the body the way that he should have buried the other body. He ties a rock to it and puts mm-hmm. it into the middle of the fucking okay. Right. river. Okay. Like, obviously. Yeah. Um. So then Bobby and John start paddling away Bert in the in the one canoe that they have. Bert is passed out at this point. He's in shock, totally passed out. Um, so they kind of like put him into the canoe and it's just the two of them paddling. 
But they're all inside the canoe. They're all inside the canoe. As they're paddling, 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 all of a sudden they see something. And they paddle up closer. What do they see? Is it a person? I don't know. I mean, I do know. (laughs) They see Drew. Okay. Drew's body. Yeah. Um, They see Drew's body. And and a banjo. No banjo. Oh, that would have been good. (laughs) Bitch, that would have been good. No, they just see Drew's body. He's washed up against like a log like branches you know how like sometimes when like debris is flowing down a river it kind of creates a dam yeah yeah he's washed up that way in the most terrifying position i've ever seen he's washed up with his arm behind i can't even do it but like behind him as if his arm is no longer attached to his body except it is wikipedia husband (laughs) That was all the actor's idea. He goes, hey, I'm double jointed and I can make this look real creepy. Should I do it? Creepy. So he did it. And like he kept his arm that way the whole time as he's like up against it. And then as they're like paddling him down the river because they're like, we need to fucking bury Drew as well. Yeah. So they they he's all like fucking twisted up. They tie a rock to him. Say some nice words. And uh, they sink him. Uh, Again, in the midst of all this tragedy, I wrote 1970s Arms Central. (laughs) Now, mind you, I don't know why I wrote that. He's still passed out, though? He's still passed out. But I guess his arms are still... Google the fuck out of this tonight. Wide awake. It's it's happening. Um, So they have buried Drew. They've buried possible toothless fuck they get Bert's passed out so it's just uh john and bobby talking at this point they get to another sort of little gorge and they stop and john says this is where everything happened and bobby's like what and he's like this is where everything happened at the base of these rapids because we don't want like drew is dead they know that we are sans a quarter of our group, but we don't want them to look for any bodies upriver because mm. if they look for any bodies upriver, they're going to find, find other bodies. every fucking buddy that we fucking killed. Right. So they're like, our story is happened in this gorge. And Bobby's like, okay. So smart. Yeah, it was really smart. So they get to town and, I can't believe their cars are there. They get to town and I'm like, their fucking cars are there. The the fucking locals didn't like, you know, yeah, yeah. take apart their car and sell it for parts. I was shocked. Um, and they appear to be rescued by an ambulance of of normal tooth having doctors. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Looks like we're good right um i feel scared i'm i'm like i'm a i'm feeling very uncomfortable okay uneasy yes uneasy um oh i actually wrote i'm waiting for the next shoe to drop so uh bert's in the hospital he 
is fucking fucking femurless like his fucking like yeah. bone is sticking out apparently it was a lamb bone that they attached uh-huh. to his that's wiki husband as right, well right um so they're fixing up bert fixing up john voight bobby is like fine basically and so John uh, is all stitched up and then he goes into like a room of people eating around a dinner table and Bobby's like, I saved your seat. Everyone just seems fucking chill. Again, I'm like, you were brutally raped. Right. And your friend is dead and right. all kinds of things. And everyone just seems chill AF. Right. And it's a bunch of locals just being like, you want some corn? I grew it myself. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, why is nobody dealing with the fucking numerous tragedies that have happened? Um, Everyone's sitting around. All of a sudden, John bursts into tears at the dinner table. Oh. Again, nobody reacts. And I was like, this is the problem with, like, 1970s society. Like, I was so upset. I was just like, these poor men have dealt with a tragedy and nobody is acknowledging it. Like, this poor man was brutally raped. This guy just lost a friend, went through horribly traumatic situations, and everybody is just ignoring their vulnerability. And I was just very upset by it. Nobody is letting them talk to them, asking how they're doing. They're just passing the corn. And it was very upsetting. Um, What boys cry. I, yes, let boys cry. So uh, we then cut to John. This whole time, I'm so uneasy because I'm just like, is everything cool weird. now? Like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> um, so John is now in uh, his room. Like, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like a, it's like, it's called the um, something lodge. So it's like a, okay. some sort of hospital B&B. Right. the only thing I can okay. think of. Um, Bobby comes in and he's like, they don't believe us. I had to change our story. John starts losing his mind. He's like, you can't just fucking change the story without telling me. And also like Bert is incapacitated. He doesn't know the first fucking story. Right, and so right. like now, like, what are, what are you talking about? You can't just go around changing the story. So he goes into Bert and Bert has like come to and the sheriff is there And he hears, like, the sheriff talking to another local guy and, like, everybody is just super suspicious. And John walks in and is like, we had to change our story. Bert, being, like, the pretty savvy fuck that he is, just goes, what happened after that first set of rapids? I don't have any recollection. So he's like, okay, cool. You're good. So um, they finally, like, are out in sort of, like, the area where the boys – said all this shit went down in this particular gorge area there's a local there who's like i don't believe these motherfuckers because my cousin came out here for a hunting trip yesterday and he didn't come back i don't believe these fucking city folk something is up and the sheriff is like you really didn't see nobody and they're like nope well the sheriff is like clearly on to them but instead of being like you're under arrest The sheriff just basically says, listen, I don't want y'all to ever come back here ever again. This town is going to die. I want it to be done in peace. So basically Uh he's like, I know that y'all killed some motherfuckers up there. Uh This town isn't going to exist soon. Yeah. So like, I don't want to stir it up. 
What? So just never, ever come back here again. We then cut to John in his home with his wife, waking up from a horrible fucking nightmare. She says, go back to sleep. And he falls back to sleep. What? Yeah. Wow. So I have a lot of fucking thoughts about this. Would you like to hear my thoughts or would you like to share yours first based on what I told you? Um, I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Um, so I would definitely characterize this as a horror movie, sort of along the lines of like um, Green Room. Mm-hmm. Obviously much less gory and less of like sort of the traditional uh, this many minutes go by and now we have another scare kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But a horror movie in the sense that, like, this was horrific. Yeah. Like, what they went through. I feel traumatized. Yeah. The only thing I will say, and maybe this is, like, my sort of, like, horror movie, like, the fact that I like horror movies is I really wanted the locals to play a bigger part. I wanted them to be, like, a fucking terrifying army of very upsetting inbred monsters i kind of thought that that's what it was i feel like i've like i don't didn't know i have not seen this movie i'm now convinced (laughs) um and uh but i know that i've like heard things about it like the piggy and like that but like i didn't have any recollection of what they were but yeah it seemed like yeah that the locals were like more of a thing yeah so like i I hesitate to to use the word like disappointed because I wasn't disappointed by the film. I thought it was like a good movie. Yeah. But I think I was expecting more horror than I got. And I was looking forward to the locals being more of like a terrifying, yeah. cultish, sort of monstrous group of people does that make sense yeah i think i was just kind of expecting was that this film meant to be a horror film Un- unclear um does because Eric there's feel like it was a horror film yeah he does yeah. okay um but i also agree with like the 47 percent of people that are like this isn't a horror movie this is just like a movie yeah like a but i guess like, like it's like a thriller for sure right and i guess if you're like talking about like did horrific things happen? Yes. But it's not like it's pretty it's pretty based in realism. Yeah, it's I would not like say. a scare. Yeah. Um who do you know who the director is? I don't. I should, but I don't. It was like the number one grossing movie. Yeah, in, it's like super of its well year. Known. Um and I feel like it's interesting to watch movies from like a different era. Time period, yeah. Um because it's much slower. Mm-hmm. It's much more sort of drawn out um it it expects the audience to have a longer attention span Mm, than what i think interesting we have now right and i think that's part of why i was like waiting for something yeah yeah, yeah. waiting for the like the the monster inbred people yeah because that's what we're used to yeah it's like a payoff yeah and so i kind of had to like step back to be like what am i actually watching yeah um, so it kind of made me want to get better at watching movies, if that makes sense. And kind of made me want to like go on this journey that I had already sort of thought about where I like am rethinking what a horror movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, because frankly, think about all the times we like 
have tried to watch a horror movie where we're like, this looks like it has all the elements we want. And then it's like, not good. Um, So I think I want to like work on my attention span. Okay. Yeah. I would say horror movies are good for that. Yeah. So what are your, what were your thoughts? Uh, It's pretty traumatizing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really can't wait to see Burt Reynolds' arms. Oh, my God. I'm going to Google them for you right now. And um, they're just... Sounds good. It sounds sounds good to me. It was great. It was really good. But, yeah, it's definitely... I give it, I give it some stars. It feels like a period piece yeah. in the sense that the way that movies were made back then are just fucking different. Yeah. Um, Burt Reynolds' arms deliverance. Um, people really just talk about that like rape scene and the banjo mm-hmm. scene in a way that like I thought that's what the whole movie was. I think and that's really what it's I just thought two too. scenes. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm just gonna show you this whole goddamn page. But that picture of him on the bear rug is in there. So. <laughs> yeah. But it's um, del- oh, okay. I know what this is. So for those of you listening at home, all I- what did I put in the search? Burt Reynolds' arms deliverance. Yeah. And then images, Google images, and there's just a whole smorgasbord of delight. It's... Kim's thinking something. It's not happening for me. What? I... Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening for me. What are you, are you looking at the picture of him on the bearskin rug? That's not the picture I was trying to show you. No. I mean, maybe I need to watch the movie. Are you, what? I mean, this particular shot of his arm is nice. I disagree with him pulling off the <laughs> leather vest and nothing else. Maybe you need to see it in context. I'm not into his sideburns. I didn't say a goddamn thing about his face or his sideburns. I talked solely and specifically about his arms. And I talked about the leather vest in the context of his arms. Burns. This one's better. It's not from this movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one? Let me see. You know why? It's because he looks like um, fucking what's his face in uh Marlon Brando Marlon named Desire. <laughs> oh fuck yes, bitch. Oh my goddamn. I love Marlon Brando oh Street my God. God. Um, but I don't know what this is. This is Burt Reynolds from something though, but he reminds me more of that. Yeah. Um I'm still looking through. Okay, this is okay. This is good. It's I, I was seeing it in movement though. Like that's the other thing. Maybe. He's like paddling and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. I know it's a good one. <laughs> it's um, Kim. God. But well, like, I mean, no. Look at that. No. In con- it's out of context. What, you didn't count my point. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me do it. Okay. So it's like, yeah, I think maybe it takes maybe some movement. When it does take to be moment. like leaning down grabbing something it seems you know nine ten wow 10 out of 13 yeah i feel like i did so much worse than that you got 10 out of 13 hell yeah, yeah. i mean there weren't a ton Kim of questions Burns, keeping it strong yeah 
you did yeah, great. and you just kept skipping over them. Apparently, I so <laughs> I need to figure this out for the next one that I do. I get really involved in the storytelling, and I forget to like look down at what my questions are. Yeah, so like I need to figure out some sort of system. Who? What was that face? I'm just looking now at pictures of Deliverance. Oh, because I yeah. wanted to see what Young John White looked like, and yeah, it's isn't he interesting looking? Well, I'm looking at all of them, and it's yeah, yeah. Look up a picture of Banjo Boy. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's upsetting. Um, so yeah, it was really it was good, and it's also one of those movies where it's like, okay, now I've seen Deliverance. Like I can like you know, yeah, 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 all yeah. the fucking you know hipster uh, film dudes i can be like yeah i've seen it i've seen deliverance Ooh, what is that face kim is just over there with my phone <laughs> making so many funny faces listening to her scrolling through pictures of deliverance <laughs> i don't like it um so it's good holding the piggy nose yeah the acting is like really that. good too like i think that's also what i enjoyed about this movie yeah, it is- seems like there were good people in it yeah and it's like this doesn't look like john Voight to me at all i feel like i can't even Place, see that it's John Voight that together in yeah. my brain yeah um but yeah it was um it was good I'm so fucking hot right now your apartment is a fucking opposite of an ice box yeah I have the opposite of hypothermia true Kim can you be present <laughs> with me you guys Kim was just not present for like <laughs> 10 fucking minutes because I gave I her was a phone. listening to you and I was I was um Doing two things at once. Okay. I'm hot, too. I'm, I'm with you. I know. Um, okay. You know what? We're done. Okay, good. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I love you. I love you, too. Um, so listen to us. Subscribe. Review. Follow us on social meds. Um, you can find us on everything at KK Sam Podcast. Yep. All of the things. Um, on Tell us what you think. Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Um, we have a Facebook page. Can a we cut Stay Alive? Maybe. And there's also a group. Yeah, join It'd be the cool group. If people join the group, and then we could have a group. But, yeah, um, let's have a. We'll see how that goes. Let's have a poll about um, whether or not Burt Reynolds' arms. <laughs> If you come down on the side of Kim or down on the side of I thought your Ken. poll was going to be, is Deliverance a horror movie? But we'll also vote on whether Burt Reynolds' no, arms I, are hot or not. I wanted to have a very important um, poll. There, I've just, you know, I've seen better. All right. You know what, everybody? Goodbye. <laughs> Kim and Kat, stay alive. Maybe. Maybe. Bye. Bye. <laughs>